Hello everybody, this is Victor here from Trend Following Trading for Beginners and here's my weekly update on my sample trading portfolio coming up next. Hello everybody, welcome back for another episode of my podcast. Um, rather, the market's rather quiet this week. Haven't got much, you know, um, ups and downs really. It's up 100 points here and down 200, 300 up points and then suddenly recover. But I think on Friday, those things have just suddenly gone up quite a bit. And uh, that I think might have something to do with the 10 years, US 10 years and 30 years treasury. Uh, yields seem to have come down a notch. So from last week, from about 1.7 for 10 years and around 2.45 for 30 years, it came down to um, for the 10 years to 1.68, 1.9, 1. 1.69 area, and then for the 30 years, it's got down to like uh, 2.3, 3.8, 3.9 area. So it came down a bit and it seems to like. Um, that um, might have something to do with the uh, down Jones over there. God, it's only gone on Friday, but we just have to wait and see. But at least the pressure is up. But mostly, I think this this week, financially, it's just uh, it's just uh, the yields, and then the the stock market seems to be continuing, defying um, the consensus. Uh, the main street is um, we still trying to recover, and uh, Wall Street basically gone up and up forever. Um, it just so much uh, we go on with this. Um, it just reminiscent of what's happening back 2000, 2003. Something we'll have to give, you know, the um, the market sooner or later we have to realize that, you know, the the main street is not making money, uh, and then Wall Street keep going going up, just like back in old days. Uh, internet company, anything, com- any company that suddenly have a web presence, have a dot com in the bag, or dot co dot uk suddenly gone up. And uh, even though they have to spend a lot of money on advertising and uh, getting people on the traffic there, getting them cheap deals and not making money, burning a lot of cash, um, still the stock market, quote, uh, that particular internet company just going up, 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 up. And uh, something uh, soon we'll have to, you know, um, a reckoning coming coming down to, to this level, um, back down to a lower level again, because it's just not sustainable. But it, it could be a couple of years before people just start always seeing the 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 bad news in the in the main street. A lot of shops is closing. A lot of uh, from commercial rentals are not you know, generating money. So a lot of pension funds will probably lose out quite a bit. And obviously also with the U.S. taxes, um, uh, receipt probably go down because a lot of companies just um, not producing and uh, a lot of people go bankrupt as well, personal bankruptcy and so forth. But all this is being held up by the U.S. government and government around the world. U.K. also is, uh, have the same similar effect. Until people start going back to work and com- uh, government slowly reducing the um, the help, so to speak, financial help, uh, we will probably still see the market you know, folding up. But um, as we have already, what, uh, coming into April soon, and Joe Biden been in the office like three months now. So I think around somewhere in the end of April, early May or so June, we start seeing, you know, that 100 days sweet honeymoon dates of Joe Biden's administration in U.S. So will probably come to an end and then start people start seeing, you know, um, we've got a vaccine going on. We've got some extra money in the pocket um, from the 1.9 trillion um, bailed out from um, from the US government to help um, the average people in uh, on the main street but um, 
for some for for some this this might be not enough or probably for most people they probably spend on food and you know um pay pay the gas electricity bills and everything just to keep their head to vote um to, and middle year if the um, i mean the vaccines coming out and shops uh, hopefully start opening it's probably not going to uh, um, see the, the ugliness of this uh, pandemic and the, and the fallout from it um, probably in later in the year. That's that's my feeling. But as far as trends were in concern, uh, all trends all trends still continue to move up, so I just got to continue. But I have an eye to to see when the trend actually change. I have to be careful and get out. The other thing that obviously on people's mind, we talked a lot, is obviously the last week, Alaska meeting between the US and China and how Chinese is very vocal and pushed back to whatever uh, the U.S. government had to say to them. And then on Monday, I believe, um, um, I think the U.S. as well as the U.K.s and uh, some European countries put uh, sanctions on some uh, uh, Chinese officials. And um, because of the uh, weaker people, compression of weaker people or the, with some um, um, minority in, in China, uh, it just, for, for, for me then, this, this one, in, in one way, is, is laughable because that's really the uh, what you call the Europeans are really so care about Muslims. Look at what happened in Syria. Look at what happened to Iraq and Afghanistan and stuff. Uh, they got a lot of problems over there with Muslim too. Or do they actually sanction anybody over there or sanction America? Who con- uh, actually went into Iraq uh, without um, uh, um, United Nations backings and find no mass mass weapon of uh, dist- um, of uh, destruction. Or chemical weapons, you know, it's it's a bit funny why they actually do that to to China. Like I think it's probably um, um, the Chinese being very focused and push back to U.S. and U.S. just tell its uh, allies, okay, let's do it together and uh, and annoy China. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, China, rather than just very vocal and push back from what I said in my previous podcast from end of from middle. Of uh, to last quarter of last year, pushed back very hard on all these comments, negative comments to China. This time they actually did something else different. Essentially, just put sanction back on some of those uh, Europeans and American scholars as well as politicians. So they're not allowed to to be in China or work with any Chinese company, that kind of thing. And it's the first time they actually, China have actually put words into actions. And I think more of that will, will be coming out. I mean, in this sense, it's not like, you know, not buying this company's car, uh, stuff or from this country, but it's more on a sanction on politicians. And um, this basically escalated quite quite a bit, I think. And um, we'll just sort of wait and see. And, and all this uh, uh, um, um, issue about the uh, uh, forced labor camps and stuff has been actually raised last year. This, I think, is on the cotton side um, from Uyghur. Um, Basically, there's claim that um, uh, the Chinese uh, government using forced labor camps, people uh, labor to collect uh, cotton from from um, from that area. Um, especially um, uh, for from my point of view, this was old news. I think that show up last end of last year or something. Chinese did you know push back on it, but just more just comments. But then suddenly it shows its head again, and the EU just keep on pushing, and I think. Um, I mean, there's also the other thing. I think the Chinese is also not just um, doing the sanction, but also allowed its um, internet citizens, basically on the internet, to basically spread news. Now, previously, I think they they used to suppress it. They they don't want to 
um, not allow other foreign company to sell things in in China on internet and stuff. And any people like trying to because of the U.S. sanction, let's say buying less of um, apples or so for U.S. product, uh, it's being suppressed. I think. But uh, this time now, this time around, um, the Chinese basically allowed the the citizens they call it you know, internet citizens to. Um, to be very vocal and basically say, you know, don't buy Nike, don't buy H&M stuff, don't buy Burberry thing. Um, so um, there's some sort of a pushback and some of these companies on the stock ex- uh, stock market has gone down on Friday. Um, but you actually see what's actually escalation just continue. And from it's just from, from a hunch, I just think uh, this is very much of a going to be ongoing. It won't be, you know, cool down for the next couple of years or anytime soon. I think we just continue to get uh, a lot of escalation. Um, um, China have to deal with uh, U.S. and U.S. have to deal with China and how to share power and so forth. Uh, remember uh, Boston Tea Party for, you know, um, the U.S. people throwing teas into the sea because the, you know, um, the, the British government keep on uh, make, making you know a high demand from from US and taxes and so forth, and um, US at the time have enough and therefore you know have Boston push uh, Tea Party and push back. I think China in this case will also have enough, and basically just push back. And also China, I think just just is borrowing a leave from the US, rather just allow just let US and its ally push in, push China into a corner. And China basically just go to uh, Iran. Uh, so as Russia and other com- uh, country now to try to form together an alliance in my not necessarily friends um, but as like more of uh, necessity because all the other countries that has been under the sanctions of US government uh, may well be you know have um, used China as a focal point to basically link together and we see the divide between you know those one that is uh, linked by China and Russia and um, um, and those one has been uh, forced by the uh, sanction into you know into corner to back uh, China and Russia and then of course the US and the and the Europeans and UK or on one, one side and Australia Canada as well and I think overall there's just this new Cold War I don't know how they go to pan out but at the end of the day is I think the Europeans, like the, like um, Germany, especially on on the market of the you know um, of the gas with the Russia's uh, gas deals and things, um, tell U.S. to back off uh, because U.S. is saying you know this is bad deal for you guys, bad security for Europeans. But Germany, like any other countries, it just go to use their own head, uh, own benefit to see which one to to calculate which one's benefit better to stand with side, and uh, the, everybody. Um, is going to think for themselves. Each country will think for themselves and see which is more beneficial to them. I think at the end of the day, uh, everybody will be still eyeing on the Chinese market and really want um, to gain more uh, access into into China. So one way or another, they will be quite more a lot more calculative and maybe you know um, um, working with China a lot more than um, necessary, so to speak, to gain the ch- Chinese government approval to allow them to go into um, you know sell their wares and stuff from you know from their own country. So I think um, o- over time. Also, there's another back of people that's have been forced to uh, 
a number of um, countries being forced to choose, like for example, Singapore, you know, have a good good trading with US as well as uh, US, and it's down the middle, and it's going to, it may probably force to, you know, either America say, you know, you either with us or against us, and uh, and so China will say the same thing to Singapore, and Singapore and Singaporean people just stand in the middle. Um, could couldn't do anything. They don't want to harm the trade relations, and um, they don't want to upset U.S. Uh, in any way, uh, and so is China. But uh, it just put in a very difficult situation, and of course they do think of their benefit as well. See which side we will link down. So I think overall there will be quite a lot of um, issues coming down. And I, I just my personal hunch, I think inevitably, just like what happens when you know uh, U.S. become number one, um, take away the power. From um, Britain, um, there will be some war with China and US one way or another, and I hope it's just not going to be too bad. Um, most likely, the flashing point will be South China Sea, uh, the area between you know um, Singapore, well not really Singapore, but like Philippines, uh, Thailand, uh, Vietnam, you know that uh, water area, so we so we say the water area. And and also of course Taiwan and uh, Tibet or whatever other excuses that the U.S. and and its ally try to you know uh, stem on China for. But I think China is going. Um, it's not. It's very much different from uh, Japan. Very much different from Russia, and it's a lot more got a lot more people, and um, it has a lot more resources as well. I think overall there will be a you know quite. A, this quiet transition, but transition there will be, and there's a lot of possibly uh, war on different fronts, you know, financial war, trade wars, and maybe in proxy war, some other things happens around certain areas, and you know China back one side, and US back the other side, that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But I think then, <laughs> I, I don't know how long this will take. So I just I'm just trying to read history book as well, and um, it probably take quite a number of years, maybe decade to set down all these things down, but. Um, that that means that there's quite a lot of you know bumpy road ahead as far as I'm concerned. But as far as trend following concerned, who knows if the trend said on the stock market or shares or bonds or forex exchange say go one way, you just follow it. But I just see a lot of uh, upsets go up and down. And of course, um, the the other thing done this week is the the ship is stuck in the Suez Canal and uh, been there like a week now. And uh, apparently the um, the trade. Um, uh, been delayed by by this is you know like a ten billion per day delay or something trade between the countries in Europe and Asia kind of thing, because I think thirty percent of trade route uh, shipping route goes through the Suez Canal, and uh, we just have to wait and see how things are. Maybe <laughs> um, we might not have as much Easter eggs or something. I don't know, or Easter toys of China or somewhere else. I don't know how how that will affect us. Um, we just have to wait and see how it works. But overall, I think it's a very quiet week, and we just have to wait and see what happens. And um, so it's nothing much to go on for this week. So next is um, is an update on my portfolio. Okay, first of the bad is Apple. Um, not much different from last week. It's buy short term, medium long term is still neutral. Uh, Amazon, same as last week, buy short term, medium term is neutral, long term is still a sell. 
Um, well, this one's more like a sideway trade, as I said last, last week as well. Still under the 20 days moving average. Australian dollars, short term is a sell, medium term now change to sell, and long term is a change to neutral now. So the um, recent recovery of the um, US dollar index, it's gone above um, 92.50 uh, area, I think gone up to like 92.7. Um, it seems to have a bit of effect, obviously, to a foreign exchange. So uh, Australian dollar gone down, uh, and obviously, um, the US dollar um, strengthening. Um, next is uh, Brent crude. Uh, short terms of sale, medium terms neutral. Long terms of buy. Same thing for WTI crude oil. Short terms of sale, medium is neutral. Long terms of buy. So for this week, um, basically, um, yeah, there's quite a bit of volatility. Um, so same from last week and, and for um, crude oil basically just go up and down quite a bit, you know, down a couple of dollars, up back a couple of dollars, that kind of thing. So um, it's getting volatile. I think it's maybe a top is forming. I don't know. We always see this volatility up and down until the market finally is way, whether go up or go down. So we just have to bear it. That's how trend following is. Um, next is um, uh, DAX um, from um, Germany. Short term supply, medium term supply, long term supply, no change from last week. Same thing for Dow Jones, buy across the board, same as last week, up, uh, short term, medium term, long term. So it's slowly sort of, um, for Dow Jones, it's uh, slowly moving up, but it's continuing moving up nevertheless. For C, uh, short term is a buy, uh, neutral is medium term, long term supply, same as last week, no change here. Gold. Um, uh, this is the funny thing here. Short term is a sell, medium term is neutral, long term is a sell. However, um, you would expect when the U.S. dollar index actually gone above uh, 92.5, expect um, the gold to collapse. The last time, um, about three, four weeks ago, um, when it gone down, I think about three weeks ago, gone down below 1700 to 1670, 1660 area. Uh, it didn't do that. It didn't go down to 1700 at all, uh, and it's uh, roaming around uh, 19, um, 1725 area, and then you can go back up again. So I think gold most likely is uh, bottom is in unless the US dollar index go like 93, 94, then might be probably see another time of um, gold touchings um, or below 1700. But uh, we just had to wait and see. But the, the signs are there. So, so long as gold turn up, then we will have a lower high as well. Um, so around this 1720 area. So we just have to wait and see. Um, we will have to keep an eye out for it. Next is Hang Seng. Short term is a sale, medium long term is neutral, no change from last week. Um, next is NASDAQ. Um, buy is short term, medium long term still is neutral. Um, so the recovery of Dow Jones a bit and NASDAQ also seems to uh, not doing too much well in the short term. Um, gone up a little bit, that's about it. So, uh, Nikkei in Japan, short term is a sale, medium term is neutral, long term is a buy. So uh, sim basically I think short term has changed, Nikkei has got a bit of volatility. So short term from last week buy to this week um, sale, the rest is the same. Silver, um, similar to gold again, like I said before, it's lacking gold for either way to go up or going down. So short term is a sale, medium term is uh, neutral, long term is a neutral, and silver don't seem to be doing too much. It it gone below twenty uh, twenty five dollars uh, at a point. Um, we just have to wait and see how how much further down it will be. Um, just really have to wait and see. U.S. Next is U.S. dollar against Chinese yuan. Um, this is continuing. Um, basically, the Chinese dollar is weakening, so uh, it's a buy for for this cross U.S. dollars against Chinese yuan. Um, um, 
basically it takes more Chinese dollars to buy US dollars. So yes, US dollars is uh, strengthening. Um, so short term is a buy, medium term is also a buy, and long term is neutral. So uh, yeah, this um, continued recovery of US dollar against Chinese dollar, we just have to wait and see. Um, it might, I mean, have already broken above the uh, 50 day moving average, probably go back up to like the uh, 200 moving average. I wouldn't be surprised and try it and come back down again. Um, that's around, I think, 6.7, 6.8 area. We just have to wait and see. Um, next is US dollar against Japanese yen. Short term is a buy, medium term is a buy, long term is a buy. So this means that Japanese yen continue to weaken. Uh, with the, like I said earlier, with the US dollar index got above um, 92.5. Um, it seems to have gone up um, the, the exchange rate on that one. So it's like 109 or 109.60 or 80. Uh, yen per US dollar at the moment. So uh, you just have to wait and see what's happening next. And, and after that is British pound against Japanese yen, same as uh, US dollar against Japanese yen by across the board. But for the uh, British pound against the uh, US dollar though, uh, short term is a sale, medium and long term is neutral. So um, the, the, yeah, the British pound seems weakening now and uh, neutral uh, for medium and long term also show its, its case. So, so I think um, the British pounds weakness is uh, definitely showing up. Next is Bitcoin. Um, sh short term, medium and long term still buys. Uh, it's buy across the board, but uh, this 60,000 mark seems to have uh, be, uh, some sort of ceiling. It's um, not having um, capability to move up, but um, just like gold, I would have thought um, the US dollar index um, strengthening will cause us to Bitcoin to, you know, crumble down a bit more, but it didn't. It hover around 52,000, 55,000 area, as, but it failed to go above the 60,000. So just have to wait and see. Um, next is um, TLT ETF. Um, short term is a buy now, medium term, term is a short, uh, it's a sell. Um, so, yeah, so recent um, Coming down of the yield, basically, that means that um, the price of um, uh, U.S. Treasury bond 10 years, 30 years have increased, and therefore the yield come down. Um, so basically, short term is it shows up in this TLT ETF. So short term is a buy now. Medium to short term is uh, medium to long term is still a sell though. Next is Tesla. Um, short term is a sell. Medium term is neutral. Long term is also neutral. So we just have to wait and see uh, what it goes next. Uh, but definitely not same as last year. Won't have seen a 700% increase. But I think mostly it goes sideways. But we'll see how things might go. Uh, next is Australian's index. XJO. Short term is a sell. Medium term is neutral. Long term is a buy. So more or less for the last couple of weeks. I think about a month. Just gone sideways. Go above the 50 days. Uh, moving average up and down. Above or below. Up and down below. And uh, not making much headway. Next is, uh, last but not least, is Alibaba. Short term is a sell, medium term is neutral, long term is still a sell. So, um, yeah, this is one of the um, NASDAQ continuous. And uh, this just continues to be sell here. So, nothing much on the action side, to, or not too much action side this week on the, on the share as well. But uh, I just do feel that there's just storms coming up because uh, you know how China is reacting. It's a lot more vocal, and then U.S. obviously is just going to sit there and let China go do whatever, and already shows his hands now um, by uh, calling on his allies to you know do some more you know, sanctions against Chinese uh, government. But yet, you know, this the escalation continues. You know, China for the first time actually sanctions 
back to um, the I think U.S. on Friday as well, or last on Thursday, um, some European politicians and scholars. Uh, it's the first time they actually does that. Um, you know, people see just like vocal, very very angry talk on tune or or some video uh, from the foreign uh, ministry or something. But never this time is actually having uh, having um, put a sanction on other people. So let's let's see how how it goes. But obviously, the European don't like it, American don't like it. And but obviously, they they used to putting out sanctions against other people, but now this time they're only receiving it. And uh, we we'll just see how it goes. But I think this escalation is it, it it just smells of you know um, what happened back in Cuba with uh, with um, U.S. You know, you Russia put some missile there, and then you know, and then caused lots of issue in 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 America. And um, if um, the spat continue with China and U.S., you know, it's nothing to stop U.S. going to put a couple of um, missiles in Philippines or, or maybe in Taiwan, you know, just choke things up and causes China to really react. And that will be, you know, ca- causing quite a big issue. So rather than uh, uh, having missiles in the back end of uh, U.S., now we got a missile on the back end or on the side of China this time. Um, it can just go blow things up. If it does, then obviously there will be quite a bit of a um, scares, and the market was just kind of you know got up and down so quite a lot, quite volatile exchanges. But I hope it never happen. I hope they just stay with words and maybe some sanction and trade war or currency war. But that's about it, hopefully. But um, if it actually came into war, then uh, <laughs> it's just history we, we might repeat itself, and therefore there's a lot of trends will happens, and those trends will be very sudden. And a trend following, this is the other thing you need to, you guys to be careful about. Not just following a trend, but also f- uh, remember your uh, your safety on, on, on what you call the, um, the risk management. Make sure that don't bet too much on each other position, otherwise if things turn sour. And just like you know, pandemic back in um, um, March last year, when things, uh, when things turn sour, it could be coordinated across the board on different markets and all turn and if you are the other on the wrong side and you're not nimble enough to get out, you can get burned very quickly. And uh, so something to watch out for. We just have to wait and see how things go over the next couple of weeks. It might be nothing, but um, we have just this escalations going on with China just worries me. And uh, oil probably and react quite a bit as well. Um, so we just have to wait and see how things might turn out now. So um, hopefully uh, we'll have a better week next week and I'll talk to you next week then. Bye for now. <laughs>